This, this, this is, 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 Fight Disciples. We are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. This is the Fight Disciples. We're on location in, in Abu Dhabi inside the Crown Plaza, the Fighters Hotel, here ahead of UFC 242. Um, yesterday we had the open workouts, loads of stuff going on. Khabib's obviously a superstar out here. Uh, and there's loads of amazing stories, but one story that hasn't been told and needs to be told, and it's a guy that completely seems to have come under the radar to this event. We've got a guy from Manchester, undefeated, making his UFC debut on a pay-per-view event, one of the biggest pay-per-views of the year, a box office event back home in the UK on BT Sport. It really doesn't get any bigger, and yet... My man Lerone Murphy's sitting here with his boys hanging out, looking like it's just another day at the office. Yeah, well it is, it is. it's just another fight really, so I'm ready though, feel ready. Talk to me Lerone about this UFC call-up, because as I say, you haven't seemed to have the fanfare of, of some fighters, you know, you, you haven't come through the, hate to say traditional, but the cage warriors route, you've, you've made your own way yeah. here. You deserve to be here of course, but how did the UFC call-up come about? Well, I uh, just got off holiday with my family um, in Jamaica and I was driving to training. Um, I got a message off my coach, um, just like a screenshot of um, Sean Shelby saying, um, is he ready to fight this kid in, on three weeks notice? Um, and I messaged back like, who's that for? Because I thought it's for another guy in our gym. Um, and he said, it's for you. And I'm like, wow, no way. Um, I just said, yeah. I didn't even know who the guy was, I just said, yeah. So, and we took it and I was massive as well, but I just wanted to get in there. When 2019 started, Lerone, did you have, obviously your, your ambitions as a mixed martial artist is to get here, get to the big show. Yeah. But when this year started, did you think, this is my year, this is going to be my year? Or did, did you actually think you'd have to get your win record into double figures first? Um, well, I would have started the year seven and seven and all. Did I start the year seven? Yeah. Well, I thought it could come with a good few wins, but um, I, I did have a fight scheduled on Cage Warriors, which would have been at the end of the year. And I thought if I go and make a statement on that one, um, get a big, big, big one on that one, then it, it could possibly come um, nine and all, ten and all. You normally it normally comes around then, but it did come sooner than I thought. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your fighting style, because as you say, you haven't, you haven't featured on a, a necessarily a Cage Warriors show, so a lot of even UK MMA fans, never mind international MMA fans, may not have even seen you fight yet. What, what's your fighting style? Uh, I'm just a kickboxer, really. MMA, really. I can fight anywhere, but um, I'm, more, I'm more like it standing, yeah. What's, your, what's the signature move? Is it an elbow? Is it a knee? Is it a high kick? Is it The big right hand. Nice. <laughs> big right hand. The UFC, you know, it, it has a habit of, I've seen many fighters come to the UFC, get to the big show, and, uh, and they get here and they look like a, a cat caught in the headlights a little bit. You're sitting here hanging with the boys, as I say, you look like it's just a, any day at the office. As, as the experience of being with the UFC, is it fundamentally different than, than any other fight camp, or is it just a case of we're doing it, but we're doing it overseas? It's a lot different. Like it's a, it's not it's not like a big shock to the system because I've like I've been around UFC fighters in camps and stuff. So and like all the media and stuff. So I know what happens. But um, it, it is it is a lot different. But I'm that's just my personality. I'm just relaxed in it. So you've got this. You've had this journey into mixed martial arts. Of course, that's unique to you. But what, you know, when was the first day you walked into a gym? Did you start in a kickboxing gym? Nah. Uh, so. 
I used to spar with my cousins when I was younger. Um, my uncle's got um, a boxing gym in Salford, Manchester. I used to spar with them, but um, my first real day of coaching was in 2013, maybe around September or something. Uh, my cousin invited me because he was training at some gym. So I just got down, MMA. Who's was the boxing gym? Who's your uncle? Uh, Oliver Harrison, who's um, passed away now, but um, he was a coach of like Martin Murray, Amir Khan and stuff. He's had, he's had some good fighters in there. Basically one of the best boxing coaches yeah, of yeah. this generation, absolutely. So at the point when, when you move more into kickboxing, Uncle Oliver must have said, come on, son, you're getting the best boxing coach in here. Why, why aren't you doing boxing? Do you know what? Like before, before he passed away, he was, he was trying to get me over to the uh, boxing side. He was saying, "You do well in boxing. You do well in boxing." But I was just thinking, like, I just love MMA so much, and like, obviously, because of my age at the time, I was thinking, to start boxing now. It's, do you know what I mean? I know I just love MMA more. It's more. It's just there's more to it. Oliver, probably one of the nicest guys in British boxing as well. By the way, absolute diamond. Um, it wasn't always fight sports, though, was it? You know, growing up, you know, did, did you always? What did you want to be when you were a young kid? You know, what, when you were at school, that kind of thing. I always wanted to be a footballer. To be honest, I thought I was going to be a footballer when I was a kid. Like that was a dream in it. Um, used to always play football. Used to love it. I never thought I'd be a fighter ever. I always used to love fighting when I was a kid, but I never thought I'd be a fighter ever. It's it's that's the typical Manchester Liverpool lad kind of northern response, yeah. isn't it? Could have been a footballer, you know. I was I was going to turn pro, and then I realised at 15 I wasn't going to turn pro, but. Um, it hasn't always been playing sailing, though, has it? You know, you had, a, you had a bit of trouble when you were a kid. Tell us a little bit about what happened there. Uh, so... <laughs> so as a kid, um, obviously, around our way, a lot of you just get together and we just get up to things in it. But obviously, then things led to other things. Got in trouble. Um, and that kind of changed my life, really, innit? Um so after that, when I started training, it kind of, that was like my getaway point from thinking about these negative things. And um, so it was just like, that was like my only getaway. Like that few hours in a day was my only getaway. Do you get what I'm saying? So I think that's why I loved it so much. And then as time went past by, um, I was spending more hours in the gym and it was taking that energy like more and more. And I had less time to think about that stuff. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's, I don't know. Know. Were you already training martial arts when the, the problems happened? When, no, you, you were just rolling with, the, rolling with the gang, basically? Basically, yeah, basically, yeah. It, it's it kind of a similar story to, to Darren Till in terms of he was rolling with the wrong gang, he got stabbed, and it, he had a life choice at that point. He was lying on a hospital bed, and it was like, either I continue down this road, and it's only going to lead one way, or I commit myself to sports, commit myself to martial arts. Were you in a similar boat? Not really that because when I started when I started the MMA, I wasn't thinking like, oh, it's going to be my career choice. I just liked to do it. Do you get what I'm saying? It's just like it's just like a getaway for a few hours. I didn't even for the first year, I didn't think, oh, this is going to be my career choice. Do you get what I'm saying? So yeah. it was only after I had a I had a fight or two amateur. I had a, I had my first amateur after about six months. Um, after I had that fight, after I had the second fight, three months after, that's when I thought, yeah, this is what I want to do. How bad did things get at one point? Because you were shot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it got real bad. It got deep, man. It got deep. Things, things got deep. But um, and obviously, it could have got worse. It can. St- it's just one of them things, isn't it? 
What was what was that like being in hospital with your family around you and stuff? And where, where did you get shot? I got shot in the face. It was just it's one of I'm just chilled. Like I'm just chilled in it. Like it's just one of them. Obviously, it's it's more frustrating than anything else. Like not be like it's just more frustrating in it. You you mean you kind of I don't want to dig too much, but you're embarrassed by it because you know okay it was it, it, it was obviously a low point for you but it was also a defining moment in your life yeah I'm glad it happened I'm glad it happened in that respect um, I'm not embarrassed by it um, it's just one of the things that was what had to happen you know just one of the things where did you, where did you actually get shot where, you say you got shot in the face which for most people be like what where, where about did the bullet hit your face in the mouth, in the mouth. So it literally went into your mouth? Yeah, yeah, straight through. Two. Wow. That is absolutely insane. At the time, with the doc, you know, for anyone listening might think, got shot in the face twice. Like, how was he even still here? Like, the doctors couldn't explain it, really. They were just thinking, like, they didn't know. Didn't have a clue. Wow. Have you... Have you got the, the bullets as a little memento somewhere? Have you kept them on a chain or anything like that? Fuck knows where they went. I spat them out. I remember, spit, I, remember, I remember getting up off the floor and spitting them out. Holy shit. So this guy got shot twice in the face and spat the bullets out. No wonder you're sitting here chilled as fuck going into your first <laughs> UFC fight. He spits bullets out. Yeah, it's crazy though. It is. My, I, I don't think it's that crazy in it, but... So I can see why outsiders think it is. He spat out two bullets. Got shot in the face and spat the bullets out. Holy shit. As if you're not going to be the next UFC champion. <laughs> that's the hope. That's the dream, yeah. That's the dream. It, it, it's incredible that you've... It's incredible that you're so relaxed and blasé about it because it's the most mental thing I think I've probably ever heard. But, my God, to, to come through that, though, no wonder you're chilled because at the end of the day... You've won the greatest fight of your life, the fight to live. So this is a walk in the park. Yeah, that's how I see it really, like extra time in it. Like I'm doing better than I was in it. So every, every achievement I make from here on is good for me. That's positive. My mum's happy, family's happy. Like I could have easily went down a different way. Do you know what I'm saying? So I'm happy, I'm yeah. good. Is your, is your mum a fan of... You're fighting, or is she like most mums? She'd have preferred you to go and be a school teacher or a lawyer. No, I'm. She, I'm happy. I'm not doing nothing negative, so she's happy. Yeah. Obviously, she don't want to watch it because she don't want to see me get hurt or whatever. But she knows I'm doing something good, so she's proud. She's proud. She must be going out with her girlfriends and whatever now, saying, "Well, you know, Lerone's <laughs> out in Abu Dhabi. He's doing his thing. He's fighting in the UFC now. I bet there's few prouder women in all of Manchester." No, definitely. She just wants that text at the end of it to say I'm okay, and then she's good. This journey for you is, you know, the, this chapter in your life, and you've had a couple of chapters. This is. It feels like something a bit special is about to happen here. I think the fact you've come in massively under the radar is a huge benefit to you but I also think big performance on Saturday night you know you become pretty much a, an overnight superstar with the UK fans I'm ready to go me I'm ready to go like obviously people underestimating me a lot I know my abilities I know his I know it's a big hard fight but I think I think against a better opponent I'll perform better anyway 
Like I've been fighting guys that are just like like the last guy I fought it was good but it was just easy but because he wasn't as good as me, do you know what I mean? But I think because like when I spar like other guys in the gym that are like top level, it brings like my better level out but it's still not a fight, it's just a spar. Do you get what I'm saying? So on fight day I switch on. Is the next dream for you to feature on a UFC card in the UK as well? Yeah, that's my dream. Manchester, London, anywhere in the UK would be sick. It's been a while now since Bispin fought Henderson, I think was the last time we had a UFC yeah. in Manchester and it was a staple at Manchester for a long time. Would, is that your, are you a goals guy? Is that like on your goals list now to headline at the Manchester Arena, to be the main guy, to, to walk out in the main event? Yeah, that's like, that's like the end goal further on, but I'd like to just fight all over the world, me. I'd be happy to to travel and fight because I enjoy this this um, this trip here has been fun I'd like to do that but yeah Manchester when I get like further on maybe top 10 or something main event wow Lerone the bullet chewer <laughs> debut Saturday night do not miss it it's going to be sick congratulations again yeah, man what a crazy journey you've yeah, been on but brilliant. this is just the beginning definitely just the beginning um I just need to go and perform Saturday night now. That's this is like this is like the most important fight of my life. Um, I need to just go and perform and make sure, obviously, like you say, you don't get caught in the headlights. But um, I'm ready to go. I feel good. I've got a good team around me. Um, I'm ready to go, man. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.